Howdy y'all, it's Jack with some notes before we begin this episode. So, uh, while we were recording this, there was a lot of stuff happening around my house. My sister was moving around upstairs, so it was her fiancé, so it was my brother, and so it was his girlfriend. So, uh, you will hear some noise in the background occasionally. That, you know, people talking, people moving. And we also had to make a lot of edits to, to cut out people talking loudly or my sister deciding to interrupt the show through uh, various and sundry means, as David would say, uh, because she wanted to sabotage the affair. Uh, but she's about to get married in a few weeks, so I can't hold her feet to the fire that much. That would be rude. So wanted to let y'all know about that. And also, um, David does not think we need to do this. I'm going to do it just to clarify for once and forever that uh, the views expressed on this show do not represent necessarily the views of our employers. And you know what, frankly, they don't even necessarily represent us. A lot of times we just say stuff because it's the hot thing to say. And speaking of hot things to say, here's episode 32 of Underemployed. Enjoy y'all. Alright, episode 32, Underemployed, it's your boys, David Hart, Jack Selby, a.k.a. the Fully Employed Boys, are in the house. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to uh, Also, we should, be, we should be calling this the, the Shack of Episodes, 32. Shack, in my heart, Shack is always... 34? Yes. Okay. Shack did wear 32 for the magic and for the uh, for the heat and the suns, but... Uh, in my Cavs, too, didn't he? wore 33 in the Cavs. And 36 okay. on the Celtics, because they retired every number known to mankind. But, uh, the Celtics. You know, uh, Shaq to me will always be 34. I also like how I pointed to one Shaq thing when I could have pointed to any number of the Shaq things that are in my room, Again. including the three Shaq jerseys in my closet. Um, but we are here. He's watching. He's always watching. I'd perfectly be okay if Shaq was like the elf on a shelf. <laughs> Shaq on a rack. <laughs> <laughs> Just seven one life size. It's got to be, but it's got to be a life size. Here we go. Just like, so he's basically just a Christmas tree in the corner all year. <laughs> Shaq's probably heavier than a lot of Christmas trees. <laughs> 380? Yes. <laughs> uh, so, I've been slacking on the corrections department from the last few episodes. So we have some going back to the Nick episode. The Dick Givingston episode, as we Dick call it. Dick Lickingstone. Uh, so the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Bridge is the tallest bridge in Richmond at 145 feet. I think that's from, uh, we talked about finding the highest bridge to jump off of in Richmond. Yes. Uh, in terms of height, because we talked about where the U.S. ranks in height and we didn't know. The top three countries for height in the world for men are the Netherlands, Montenegro, and Denmark. The U.S. is 37th for men and 42nd for women. So we've been slacking a little bit the last six Montenegro's the one that's sort of like, really? Yeah, that stands out to me. Like, Denmark, huh. okay. And the Netherlands, sure, they got some... Weird. I can acknowledge, yes. De- yeah. Netherlands, I, I didn't have to really look down at people much. Yes. Most everyone was eye level to me. Been there, and you're a tall man. Yeah, so. I am I am above average in the, in the U.S. Yeah. And I felt plainly average... In the Netherlands. I also said on episode, I think, 20, yeah, the Q&A, uh, that the Women's World Cup games were all two cold games. The I was wrong. The 16, the quarters, and the semis were all uno goals. That's how they say. That's how they say. Uh, and they also say goal, not point in soccer. And they say pitch, not field. Yes. They say nil, not zero. They say, uh, what's, a, what's give me one more soccer, like, unique. Um, Derby. Instead of Derby. That's just... That sounds like someone from Baltimore saying Derby. I don't like that. Derby. Um, And from last episode, this is an important correction. Uh, 
I had mistakenly referred to Listen to Your Heart as a DHT Cascada mix. I, of course, confused the classic DHT Listen to Your Heart with the other Cascada classic Every Time We Touch, which is another classic song that, if Ellen's listening, I hope is played at her wedding soon. Uh, but if it's not, I'm okay with that, ultimately. Uh, we'll just play it at the after party. That's true. Oh, that after party's going to be lit. Assuming I'm still awake at that point. That's not. That goes more into the job that we'll talk about later, not anything else. Uh, tease, tease, tease. Speaking of weddings, I just got back from one in Rhode Island, and it's from the same group of people that will be on Ellen's side at Ellen's wedding in now, I believe, five weeks. It's alarming how much your family all looks the same in the face. Oh, because you, so you saw the Instagram post. Picture. Yes, yes. Uh, it's, I a lot, it's a lot like it's a lot like Livingstone. Like you're, it's just very strong genetics. <laughs> Very particular. It's very particular cheeks and eyes. I, I, that was the first time where I looked at a picture of Sam and myself and said, "Okay, I can see that we look kind of alike." Because I always thought, you "No, know, you does. guys don't look kind of alike. You guys look very alike." All right. It's the jaw. It's the jawline. Sam has higher cheekbones, which Ellen hates. Yes, Ellen's envious of. <laughs> you could cut glass with those suckers. And um, but especially now that Sam has a bit of a beard, although he's going to shave this soon. Uh, but I, it's it's always coward. A, it's a fun. It's a fun experience at a wedding. Uh, what was interesting about the wedding, one of the things was the first half for music-wise, the DJ sort of played, uh, you know, clean music, some old tunes and everything. And I think halfway through when uh, he they acknowledged that all the old people and the young babies had left, they just, they played Bodak Yellow uncensored at some point in the night. <laughs> These expense, and I was losing my mind. I temporarily forgot that we're not, we're not, like, we kind of backed off the Cardi B love because of various and sundry things. But when Bodak Yellow comes on, I just go crazy. Uh, David, I wish this were a video podcast. David is just dancing to it like a motherfucker. Um, and so, and then was another song they played. They played "Money in the Grave" by Drake and Rick Ross. Like these, these are like modern rap hits. They weren't. I, I wouldn't call either. I wouldn't call "Money in the Drank." No, not modern. "Money in the Drank." It's the new Rick Ross Drake song. It's oh, called, okay. Yeah, which just came out a month. Yeah, Bodak Yell is two years old at this point. But um, the, what I, which is. How old uh, that Lizzo song "Truth Hurts" is? That's just finally getting airplay. Really? Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Truth Can Hurts I also is... say something that could be a hot take? Huh. I don't like that song, and I feel like you're not allowed to say you don't like that song right now because Lizzo's just one of those people. Like the Lizzo hive, as Jesus said, will come after you. <laughs> yeah. But I just don't like that song. I... No beef with her personally. Sure, she's a great person. I don't like. I don't like Truth Hurts. I so I I view Truth Hurts. A lot like I view it a lot like Bodak Yellow. It's a like it's a silly song that's really easy to sing along to, yeah. and just like that as as a live as as an element to a live show, it would probably be a phenomenal closer to a set. Um, we, we know people who saw Lizzo in concert. Yes, who will probably confirm it. I saw someone. I was down yeah. on the wharf for work. And I saw someone waiting outside the anthem. Clearly, like. Posted up. They were just sitting on the stairs there, first person in line at like noon. Are, were those general admission? Like no speech? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I was going to yeah, say. The, Why anthem else is, the, anthem is, the anthem is GA. So this person was there probably a full eight hours before doors opened. Which is insane. I got to the Wu Tang show at the State Theater two hours before it opened, and the State Theater is right by my house for, well, for the time being, my house. Um, but yeah, I just, full disclosure, I know it's a hot take right now. It's fine. I don't like that song. I got if I met Lizzo tomorrow, I'd shake her hand, and say congrats on all the success, and I'd walk on my way. I have no beef with her. Yeah, she's. I. Uh, I definitely. I definitely like uh, Juice more. 
I've, I've, I'll be honest. That's the only Lizzo song I've heard, so I can't. I can't. Oh, juices, juice is a good one. Okay. What is that from? That's from something. <laughs> that is Chappelle Samuel Jackson. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> no, I can't stop yelling because that's how I talk. You ain't never seen my movies. Juice. That was a good one. So we also speaking of DC. Mm-hmm. We have talked about this. You alerted to me about this recently, within the last hour. That a certain celebrity of large stature... An NBA all-star. Yes. Multiple-time NBA all-star. Yeah, not, but not, this isn't not, a fr- not a fringe like, oh, that guy had an all-star. No, this guy's no famous. No Ratliffs. This guy is famous. Yes. No, Alex, no, uh, no Alex Caruso's? No, although we love Alex Caruso. We do podcast. love Alex Caruso, but a, no a Alex guy, Caruso. A short a short white guy with a terrible, ter- the worst hairline in basketball. No deli. But he has, if you've never seen Alex Caruso, he has one of those hairlines that you go, God, why doesn't he just, why doesn't he just shave his head? He's keeping it on for some reason. It looks like a cabbage patch sprout. Look, it's about it's about what LeBron's is at this point. LeBron at least has the dignity to get it filled in at the beginning. Yeah, of the but season. LeBron's is going to be less obvious because he's black. Yes, that's true. It blends in better. Caruso's, <sighs> but he's six two, short, white, bad hairline, and can jump out of the building. Everyone loves that. Anyway, moving on. Yes, we love We're Alex. Getting Caruso. sidetracked here. There we are. So. David, I want you to tell the story of what you have heard about this. Multiple-time NBA All-Star, sham dunk champion, and... Recent roaster. Recent roaster, semi-frequent, uh, funnier die skit contributor. Uh, Blake Griffin was spotted at a bar on U Street called Codmother, yes. which is... Sounds like an 80s glam band, for one. It does sound like an 80s glam band. We're from the band, little geese! But is just a not the type of bar you expect an NBA All Star to be going to. Uh, this is like a dingy college bar that serves PBR for like three dollars. Maybe Blake Griffin's just thinking financially responsible for the future. And, well, one of the photos of him in there has Blake in a tuxedo, which so not only does he stand apart from everyone because he's six eight, six and eight, super jacked, very handsome. Yeah. But he's wearing a tuxedo. Are you fancy, huh? Like, I don't think anyone has ever worn a tuxedo in that bar. Basically. And Cod, Codmother, I mean, not an NBA all-star. You know. I'm sure someone's shown up there in a tuxedo. For prom or something. Prom, with well, a fake ID. No, 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 no. Probably after some sort of, like, old wedding or something wandering around for, like, their after party. Yeah. But, like, mm, mm. But, you know. I just I want to say Blake, if you're out there and if you're listening, we know you are. Yeah. Um, big fan of the pod. Hit me on Twitter and I'll take you to my favorite bars in DC. Yeah, David knows David knows DC like no other. So Blake Griffin, again, we know you listen to comedy podcasts. We are technically under the comedy section of iTunes. I don't know what that means for the stature of the show. I just know what I labeled it. Uh, yes, please come visit. Plus, it'd be cool to meet Blake Griffin. Hey, what's up, Blake? Griffin? Blake, my DMs are open. Yes, uh, slide on in there, buddy. S- uh, some more sports ball talk. Uh, your Jacksonville sports ball. Your your Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, who we predicted. You mean my, you mean, you mean my Jacksonville Minshews? Yes. Their hope seemed lost at the opening week of the season when Nick Foles goes out with a broken collarbone, like the second quarter of the first game. And, and all hope was not lost. To, I mean, it was it was definitely dire straits after that first game. But then when like Minshew comes in and yeah. plays pretty well, and the, the didn't make too many mistakes. It's just like he's. He's just going up against the Chiefs, and that, you know, that offense is just like, bang, 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 bang. So there's, there's, there's a statistic floating around the internet, this is sort of aside from things, but just to give you an idea of like how prolific this Chiefs offense is, Pat Mahomes has already thrown 33% of the touchdowns that uh, Troy Aikman threw in his career. Right. 
in, Craig Mann, who's a Hall of Famer. In 8% of the time. Yes. And by, I know this because they played the Ravens last week, and yeah. I was listening. I, I, I could only listen to it on the radio like some pleb uh, coming back from the Pleb, Please, get it right. I thought pleb's a word. Yeah, it's pleb. Okay. Well, either way. Pleb, pleb. Um, but yeah, no, they are something. Now, this is the quarterback version of Lynn Sanity. If people yes. can remember oh, Jeremy Lynn taking that robot story. Sanity. For two weeks back in I 2012. I think I described it as such. I'm taking your word for it. That's, yeah. So I described something recently as Lynn Sanity. I'm going to look this up. But, uh... Yeah, in the meantime, Minshew's, Minshew has absolutely been on fire and has become somewhat of a, almost a cult hero in Jacksonville because he was a bit of a cult hero out at Pullman. And a lot of people, even though he was fifth in Heisman voting, which I forgot last year, I'd, I'd never heard of him. I don't pay a lot of attention to college football. But, but specifically Pac-12. But when Sam and I, week one, were watching the Red Zone and we both just said, Gard- what kind of name is Gardner Minshew? The second. Now, the story that I heard on the Thursday night game that Joe Buck was telling about why he's Gardner Minshew the second was because in the South, if you're a junior, you get labeled Bubba. And as his dad said, we didn't want my son to be stricken with the nickname of Bubba. So I'm unfamiliar. I didn't know that was a thing. Either. I am unfamiliar with that uh, tradition. Yeah. Me too. Because, you know, I went to school in the South and I'm, I'm not familiar yeah. with Bubba. Yeah. Uh, most people I've met who go by Bubba were, was, was a abbreviation for Bernard. Or they were rappers. Or, or they're rappers. Call it Pac. Bubba Spocks. Call it uh, Bubba So Gardner Minshew also... Gardner was, Flint Minshew. That's right. Which is a terrific... He sounds like a 1904 politician. Gardner Flint Minshew the same. Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great name. Sounds like a Red Dead Redemption character. And then you look at his dad. His dad just looks like... His dad's yoked. Yo, his dad is ripped. Big. Dad's, big, a, dad's big, a big dude. Thick with four C's. Not, yeah. not four C's is verging into fat. Ter- dad's like two C's thick. Yeah. Um, the story that also came out, I'm sure you saw this, was that he once... Did you hear the story about him trying to injure himself once? Oh, yeah. Like, hey, so he, told, he told this on uh, on Pardon My, my take, take that he sought to extend his playing time at East Carolina so he was going to get a medical red shirt by breaking his hand couldn't do it. And how did he try to break his hand? Uh, took a pull of whiskey and hit it with a hammer. Yeah. Now, kids out, we know we have a lot of young listeners out there. If that sounds like a bad idea... Because it is. It is. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. Keep your hands. Your hands are very important in life. There's no medical regimen. And he also realized, oh, I'm doing this to my non-throwing hand. I could still probably play. Even still, not the risk you want to take. Yeah, nope. Alright, so you know what, David? This is early in the show, but we're, we've got some bigger fish to fry later, as the saying goes. We've got mm-hmm. some early news jabs. News jabs! News jabs. So, the Oakland A's... Yes. Your Oakland A's. Yes. They are currently... Well, they're currently at 96 wins heading into the last three games of the season, Those looking like the- they're going to have the first wildcard berth. Again, David had this last year when no one had it. All right, hey, we had some house we had some house cleaning business to take care of. So the Oakland A's, the '96 win Oakland A's, uh, who look in prime position to host the wild card game on Wednesday. Now, they have a reliever, uh, Lou Trevino, not to be confused with Lee Trevino, the golfer, or Lou Ferrigno, who played the hole. Completely different people. Don't know why you confuse Lou Ferrigno with Lee Trevino uh, or Lou Trevino. Fortunately, it came out that he uh, busted a rib and he will not be able to pitch. And how did he break? It? Want to guess how he uh, busted his rib up, David? Um. Falling in the shower while having sex. Oh, you you could have just stopped. You had me at falling in the shower. He uh, fell in the shower. A classic John Wall uh, ruptured his Achilles last year falling in the shower. Now, I will say this. 
I've never hurt myself in the shower. David, can have you ever? Do you ever have you ever known anyone who injured themselves significantly falling in the shower? Not while sober. <laughs> Non-sober injuries still count. So. Yeah. Uh, so then, yes, okay. I I had a college teammate who fell fell in the shower while very drunk. And what happened to him? I, nothing major. He okay, just good. he he sort of slumped instead of like falling. That's actually probably, that, in a way, that I guess being in that state probably helped him because he yeah. probably was just less prone. Yeah, he 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 ragged off. So again, for all the kids out there, uh, hold on to a guardrail while you're showering. Don't try anything too crazy. Uh, now, David, this story is pertinent to you because I know tomorrow we are actually both headed down to Fredericksburg for Oktoberfest. Yes. Now, what is my one issue with Oktoberfest? Um, that it's not happening in October. Yeah. I mean, I get that that's what Germany does, but you know what? Germany does a lot of things that I don't agree with, like you know, fighting us in two world wars. Both of which they've repented for. Yes, that's true. But we still beat them. Now, there is a ruling. I am sure you saw this. And I'm sure that you actually jumped out in the air as my sister and her fiance are making noise right outside of our room in our recording studio. That uh, there is a court ruling that hangovers are now labeled as an illness in the law of Germany. So that means that you can call out sick on a hangover. Uh, you can, now, David, this is. This feels like a breakthrough for certain people. It's not gonna. It's, I don't get. I don't. I don't drink that much, so I don't get hungover very often. Do you know people that might be yes. able to? Yes. Then there you go. Um, this just like I mean, cool, but like it's not gonna do anything here because Germany has a socialized healthcare system that allows them to, you know. That's true. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. They have they have paid time off. Yeah. They have guarantees for their workers. Their unions are very strong. We're just we're just gonna stop there and yeah. move on to the next. Now. Uh, now, this is another European story. Uh, there is a story that is a French company is liable after an employee dies during sex on a business trip. This is a story. So the man passed away six... Yes. Your reaction was my reaction was, was how is it their fault? Well, according to a French uh, court ruling, the death was an industrial accident and that the family was entitled to compensation. The firm had argued that the man was not carrying out professional duties when he joined a guest in her hotel room. I would tend to agree with that. Tend to. But under French law, an employer is responsible for any accident occurring during a business trip, judges said. This feels like it's taking advantage of the law. I mean, that's a very strict interpretation of that. That's the strictest I've ever heard of an interpretation. But we also aren't steeped in much French legal policy or thought. Ah, true. So... I only got a C in French legal. Yeah, I know. I look. I I I took the class pass fail. Exactly. So that's yeah. You know, we kind of skimped out a lot of the details. However, maybe we should cut this out. But I will say, if you're gonna die, that's a good way to go. Die yeah. boning on a work trip. So so you get paid <laughs> so, up to the very end. I was gonna say your family, your family gets paid for you like disgrace. That's great. So Yee! now speaking of disgrace, um, the what, oh, we drank out of frisbees. No. <laughs> the. Uh, the Washington Redskins, what, what would be the best adjective you could use to describe them in the last, oh, 20 years of their existence? Um, middling at best. Would dumpster fire Pathetic work? at worst. Dumpster fire could work. Yeah, dumpster fire somewhere in there. Here's a little addition to the old, here's some more trash to throw in the dumpster fire, as it were. Some more cardboard to get that flame going. Okay. What so, the Skins on Monday played the Chicago Bears, and they got blown out. Well, they made the score respectable, but they at one point in the first half were losing 28 Haha, ha, Clinton Dix had a uh, pick six. 
pick six and a big old celebration. And a former cel- uh, I was listening on the radio, what was his celebration? Uh, he got the gang involved and they took some photos. Always cool. Took some photos. So, at halftime, down 28-3, the Redskins say, alright, you know what, it's okay because the fans are going to be energetic, the fans that are half Bears fans. Uh, London Fletcher, all-time great linebacker, is going to be honored. Except for one prop. London doesn't show up. They no, spell his L- name wrong. London Fletcher's name... Now, fortunately, there's a way it could be misspelled. That would be a lot worse. But, yeah, we won't go, yeah, we won't get into that. But it was spelled on the video board. Yes, David's groaning. He knows what I'm talking about. F-L-E-C-T-H-E-R. Now, that seems like you could just... If you're going to put it out on the stadium for 50,000 people for Fletcher... Sounds like Daffy Duck trying to pronounce it. I'm showing David the picture of the screenshot right now. That's so bad. <laughs> I know it's just two letters, but come on. <laughs> it's just like... No one proofreads that. No one goes, yeah, we're about that to... Is, that is Trump... That is Trump-level lack of follow-through. It's... All you have to do is just, okay, by the way... It's comical. This guy's like one of the... He's one of... He was... The, he's an all-time skin. He's an all-time skin. Like, he's one of these guys who... Even as someone who doesn't particularly care for them like i was aware of who he was and all the respect in the world a good guy head on his shoulders never a bad word about him and you repay him by misspelling his name on the video board (laughs) honoring him as an all-time great oh can't even get his last name right that's right i'm sure they have at least one of his jerseys hanging up somewhere in that building i mean they're probably the hottest one of the hottest have you seen a Redskins fan wear any jersey that's not like a Sean Taylor jersey in the last 15 years? There aren't many, and you don't yeah. see many of those anymore, yeah. even. So, I couldn't tell you, like, I haven't seen a new Redskins jersey. Yeah. Like, oh, here's an Alfred Morris jersey. No, you don't yeah, see that. Here's Alfred Morris. I still see, you still see the RG3s every once in a while. Well, RG, um, RG3, current Ravens quarterback. Threw a touchdown in week one, by the way. Yeah. Um, Ravens three now. Two and one. Oh, two and one, that's right. But still, they're going to play the Browns, so they're going to be three and one. They Browns, overpiped. Um, well, I, I should watch what I say about a Cleveland team since I'm moving to the Mid-Ohio Valley, which again, we'll get to in a little bit. Our last news jab. Another European news jab. We are... We, we are... Cosmopolitan, baby. We are cultured today. Um, even though the story is not. Headline. Disneyland Paris. Man falls in Adventureland Lake spawns 130-person search party. Now, David, if someone were to fall into the lake of Disneyland, what would your mind immediately go to as a potential uh, cause of it happening? Drunkenness? Oh, but also, so but also, here's probably the easiest way for, for, to find them: get them to stand up. Hmm. I don't think those lakes are very deep. Yeah, that's he's not. He wasn't. That'd be great if you were, actually. That'd be a great comedy bit if you were drowning in the Disneyland Lake. Yeah, <laughs> um, So a Swiss man went missing after falling into a lake at Disneyland Paris this weekend, spawning a 130-person search party that ended with him being found naked. Now, the naked part, I think, should keep PCP. There, oh, David, ding, 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 ding. PCP. His girlfriend alerted the park when he didn't res- immediately resurface from the water. She later told police she had given her boyfriend LSD. Oh, uh, LSD, so, not so, PCP. Clo- I know, but close enough. No, not at all the same. Fair enough. Uh, LSD it, is a hallucinogen. PCP is all, like, psychotic. Yeah. But just before he disappeared. So, uh, then theme park officials began looking for the potentially hallucinating man spawning a massive rescue mission. The search party included 30 firefighters, 10 divers, 80 park employees, several dogs, and a helicopter with a thermal camera. And a pie tree, and a pie tree. How hard is it to find one one drugged out of his mind guy in Disneyland Paris? Yeah. In the lake. You're in Europe. It can be hard. There might be more than one person... Tripping at the f- tripping in Disneyland at the time. Now, again, 
for the young kids out there, we've been giving life advice today. If you're going to go to Disneyland Paris, maybe just relax a little bit on what you do. There's no need to day trip, y'all. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that's it for news jabs. And we're going to do our uh, Stump the Slob segment right now. All right. Bring it. Now, David, you have said that one of your favorite all-time albums is Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon. Yes. All right. Now, what I want you to do is if you can name the track list, how much of the nope. stand? You can't even name it. Nope. Really? You, it's. I mean, it's like it's it's an all-time favorite, but I'll be honest, I haven't listened to it in years. Okay, what's a more classic album that you like a traditional classic album that you've listened to fairly recently? Like a, oh. like a Dark Twisted Fantasy or something? God, no, I couldn't even do that. I just like if I listen to a whole track, if I listen to a whole album, I tend to not pay attention it's to what the, the songs are. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of one maybe that's stuck in your mind throughout years. No, this is this ah. is gonna be. This is this is gonna be a this is gonna be a stump the slab that really falls on its face because I'm not gonna know anything. You won't even you can't even remember any of the songs even if you can't remember the order they were in. Let's see how many of the songs you can name. How about that? Nope. Really? I got, I, I'm, I'm trying to think right now. Like I've got like. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna have to readjust this. I've got nothing. Slab. Well, we, record, we pre-record this. I can figure out another stump the slab. Hmm. All right, so here's our new stump the slab. I'm gonna give you. Th- Three Kid Cudi songs. Okay. Two of them is a solo, one he is featured on. Okay. Day and Night, um, Erase Me, and All of the Lights. Uh-huh. In order, which ones? All of the Lights, Erase Me, and Day and Night. In order, which song, let's say from lowest to highest, Billboard charting songs? Of uh, the- all of the Lights is one, because it was a Kanye song. Erase me, and then day and night. No, yeah, day and night. Okay, is third. All right, I think you got you got sort of backwards. Day and night reached number three on the Billboard charts. Yeah, all the lights hit eighteen at its peak. Really? Yeah, I know. Um, and, Only eighteen. And then erase me was twenty two. That one's not surprising. Yeah, but so. Day and night. I didn't. I thought day and night was like maybe a top ten. I didn't think it was three. Yeah, David is, is stunned beyond words. I yeah. No, I would have absolutely figured that anything with Kanye on it was going to yeah. chart higher than anything with just Cutting. But day and night was a huge song. That's yeah. the remix was bigger too. The remix was huge. What too. with Jim Jones? No, the um. Oh, I think it was. I think it was the Dada remix. Okay. Was that a big hit in the in the in the, in the, in the house club in, scene? In the house. All right. So now, uh, we, the reason why we got uh, all of the other stuff out of the way, not out of the way, we love doing them, but uh, we have Bigger Fish to Fry, which is a big announcement. Uh, you guys probably all know this. I got a new job. Full-time Yeet. job. Yeet in the house. I got, uh, I'm going to be the producer at a news station out in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Uh you know, hold your applause. And it's going to be super fun. It's going to also be super challenging because being the producer of the morning news show means that you will be working before then to get the show on the air. So my hours will be midnight to 8 a.m. I'm going to have to, uh, in terms of my body clock, put that thing down, flip it, and reverse it. As Missy Elliott might once have said back in the day. David, uh, not a fan of that reference. No, I, I appreciate it. Okay, good. But I just, the, the image. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, this will be my first full-time job. This will be my first time moving out of this house since 1997. Uh, well, moving since 1997. Yeah, not moved e- either, out of this or, house. either or. Yeah, um, yeah. I've been in this house since Mark McGuire, before Mark McGuire was breaking home run records. That's crazy to think about. And shoving needles in his butt. 
He he helped save America, David. So did Sammy Sosa. He did. I love Sammy Sosa. So did Barry Bonds. You know who really saved America after 9-11? Paul Kogan. Rudy Giuliani! Are we just naming problematic figures associated with the time? Okay, great. Listen, <laughs> before David tries to ruin any more of my heroes, not that really... Jack's favorite litigator of all time, Rudy Giuliani. I have a picture of Giuliani in my with his horse teeth. What decent mayor called his racist teeth? Yeah. So that does lead to the question that inevitably we ask ourselves: What is the future of underemployed? For one, David had asked me, "Can we call ourselves underemployed anymore?" Yeah. Because we both have full-time jobs now. My response was, the name is too good, the brand is too strong, we can't change the name. We're going to continue to be underemployed. And as I always say, David uh, thought of that name, I wanted to call it something else, David said, I think this works better. I was like, you know what, we'll give it a shot. Worked better, people love the name. So we, we've gone too, we have uh, gone too far deep to be changing the name left and right. We've crossed the Rubicon. And the other question was, overall, can the podcast continue? Now, I will say without getting specifics, I made sure I cleared that with my boss and the boss's boss, like, hey, is this okay? And they said, as long as you don't disparage the company I work for, which, by the way, not only were we not going to do, we've never done that with anywhere we worked. I wasn't planning on it. Yeah. We like we like being employed. So, yes, the future of underemployed is still bright. Um, we might have to start doing Skype episodes again, which... Uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, it will be difficult, but you know what? This is a good creative outlet for David and for myself. Yes, it so is. So, we like doing it. We're going to keep... We're going to keep this wagon rolling until the wheels fall off. Yes. Winding down the old town road. Yes. With Cowboy Jack and uh, Old Man David riding down the down the path. What? That's right. Thank you, Old Man. Uh, what was that? Old Man David, before we leave, I, I do have to ask you a question. What was your first job ever? Can you remember? I know it was such a long time ago. Well, my first job, uh, I'm quite sure it was delivering newspapers. Ah, yes, the back in the day. They're probably, what, five cents back in the day? The, the... Oh, no, no. Nickel, nickel got you a month's worth of newspapers. Oh, wow. God, the, the simplest times you guys must have lived in back in the general time frame without being too specific. Is... I tell you what, you could get sick on ten cents of candy. Yeah. And you guys did get sick a lot back in the day. You guys had, like, very little medicine to help. I tell you what, sick on ten cents, you're missing a tooth on twenty-five. That sounds like a saying. All right. Thank you, old man David. You're, you're free to go now. Do you have any pudding? Uh, downstairs in the... Downstairs in the... Okay. Okay. Bye, old man David. Always nice to see old man David. I'm impressed he got up the stairs. Quite quickly, too. Yeah, it's also true. He heard his name. He's like, I'm here. All right. So anyway, I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, and again, no matter what happens with me and work and the job, uh, we will be continuing strong through the foreseeable future. We're going to stay hourly. That's true. And, uh, yes, we are in a way. But uh, I'm super excited about this opportunity. Thank you guys for all the kind words you've had. David, thank you for all your kind uh, words over the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. David's excited. I'm, I, I'm a big boy now with my big boy pants on. And He's going to try. I am going to try. Uh, if anyone has any... Uh, Eating any bo- advice for Parkersburg? I will say this before we go. Uh, having a 12 to 8 shift... Uh, in Parkersburg, West Virginia, is probably not going to lend me to have the most active social life. That will be a little bit difficult. I will concede that. But, you know what? You'll find something. And, and it's I, I wanted to get the job and work through it. Uh, special shout out to Brittany Morgan, who helped me through all this. Uh, mentioned on the show frequently. She contributed to our year in review episode. She should probably be a guest at this point. She should. Uh, if we want to... Uh, yeah, she, should, she could be a guest. Now... Should she be a guest is a bigger question for Britney's sake. I don't know. 
I feel like this show could only damage her career. <laughs> Probably not. We're, look, we're not going to do her how Shane Gillis got done. And listen, again, we're going to keep cursing. We're going to keep doing the show. Listen, like, for example, butthole. See? No bleeps. Nothing. We can curse. All right, that's I'm gonna bleep that, but that's that's too far. <laughs> I actually, I actually, I think I might actually bleep that. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Episode 32 in the books. David, any any sage words of advice? Uh, any Oktoberfest coming out this weekend? Any advice overall if you're gonna participate? Um, don't wear lederhosen and dirndl. You're just gonna look foolish. That's right. Um, well, either, but not both. Yeah, <laughs> no, just um, one's fine. Two's too much. Yeah, one's yeah, one's one's okay. Two's too weird. Two's right. too much. All right, and remember, y'all, we are now the ballerific, prolific podcast with a, with the with the baller lifestyle, with the full time salary lifestyle. Uh, come, we're on. still underemployed. We are still, but yes, in a sense, we will be for now and forever underemployed. <laughs>